Hey, welcome to Viewmasters. Farscape Episode 8, That Old Black Magic. My name is Joe. My name is Eric. How you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing alright. That's good to hear. Trying to stay awake. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> Not your fault. Yeah, we were we were chatting longer than we normally do. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. That has nothing to do with me being tired. Okay. Was, <laughs> was it Farscape? Uh, no, I wasn't bored. Okay. Not at all. Yeah, no, I was just up late last night. Okay, well, what for? Uh, reading Jim Apparel Batman comics. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I don't think so either. Uh, I, I, too, was up late last night. Yeah. Editing podcasts. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> to, to not disappoint our legion of fans. Right. <laughs> I uh, I enjoyed the the Killer Elite episode of the Gutter Trash. That's good, thank you. And, and I was uh, uh, talking about uh, speaking of that podcast. Uh, I am glad that you mentioned that uh, Ivan Strahovski speaks with her original Australian accent yes. in that movie because that was my main question about it. Because uh, I like that. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's uh she's a pretty lady. She sure is. Uh, but like she's uh, got a pretty mouth. Oh yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> but uh like I mentioned on that show, uh go listen to it if you can. Uh Gutter Trash episode one ninety three. Four? Ninety three. Ninety three. Yeah. Uh Ivan uh best known for the show Chuck, where she uh plays a kick ass secret agent, uh spy, you know everything, you know? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Super awesome. Yeah. And in the Killer Elite, she plays the damsel in distress, <laughs> and it's annoying. That is just that was disappointing to hear. It's very disappointing. I hope that she would kick ass alongside Clive Owen. And you would hope Jason Statham. Yeah. Nope. No. Maybe in the next one. Could be. Uh, I guess uh, since that book, that movie is based on the book that is based on real life events. Yeah. Uh, that happened uh, thirty years ago. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, we'll just have to wait for the sequel to that before. <laughs> sequel to the book. There could be could more be written. There could be more real life events that happen to those people. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and we have to wait for the book to be written. Oh, we have to wait for. Okay, so the events already happened. Well, we we yeah yeah we can't they go could have happened. We can't go straight from events to screenplay. Exactly. Have yeah. to wait for the book. Have to wait for the book. Gotcha. Uh, but we have to confirm that the events happened okay. first. <laughs> Which, as I also mentioned, could may not, not or. May have actually happened. Perfect. We don't actually know for sure. <laughs> Killer Elite recommended. Yes, Farscape. Farscape episode eight. No, Yvonne Strahovski in this. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. She's uh, Australian. She could have shown up. That is true. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. Uh, That'd be a, a really nice surprise. Yeah, young, struggling actress in Australia could have popped in in like, some of the later seasons. Yeah, why not? Crikey. Let's uh, let's hope this happens. Fingers are crossed. Fingers are crossed. I am prepared for disappointment Me again. too. Yeah. As always. <laughs> <laughs> uh, instead of this episode, we get uh, the offspring of Manor James Keenan and Mephisto. <laughs> Who is Manor James Keenan? He is the lead singer of Tool. Gotcha. Who... Kind of looks like the Mephisto dude in this episode. Gotcha. Because yeah. <laughs> I thought the Mephisto dude looked just like Mephisto from the comic. He looks very Mephisto-like. Yeah. yeah. A little, uh, a little more, uh, 
open vesty than well, uh, yeah. than uh, Mephisto traditionally is. True. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Mephisto likes to show off his uh, his pecs, uh, his, his six pack yeah. abs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Mephisto in this show was pretty cut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't deny that. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, made a deal, bought some marriages. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> usual stuff. Yeah, usual. Yeah. Re- yeah, rebooted some timelines. Yep. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible comics. Yeah. J. Michael Straczynski. Yeah. That's that guy. Yeah. He did that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? He said, it's magic. Anything can happen. Yeah. 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 It's just magic. <laughs> from, from what I understand, uh, he didn't really have much to do with that story. No, yeah. He just put his name on it. Yeah. Well, he he wrote a script based right. on uh, editorially driven plots. Right. Which is uh, how Marvel got ruined in the 90s. Right. Yeah. And uh, went into bankruptcy. Onslaught. Yep. <laughs> so uh, here's looking to Marvel doing that again in the near future. Marvel now. <laughs> what? Mar- Marvel now and how quickly they go into bankruptcy. <laughs> uh, I used to love Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Uh, I don't know. I used to love DC. I used to love DC too. I yeah. still prefer DC over Marvel nowadays. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to be the, you know, I'm with this company. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Uh, I want to like what I like. Mm-hmm. And I want the stuff that I like to be available from everything. Right. You know, and, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, well, the Marvel thing, I think, uh, just came down to uh, events. Mm-hmm. Ever since uh, before Civil War, I think. Yeah. It's just been event after event after event leading into other events. Yeah. Ah, sick of it. Yeah, there, there, there definitely came a point for me with Marvel and then later with DC where it occurred to me that it was just never going to stop. Yep. It was, it was after... Uh, actually stuck through Secret Invasion hoping to, to get a good resolution to that story. And instead, I got the lead into Dark Reign. Yep. And that was when I was done with uh, the Bendis written Avengers books, because yeah. I just didn't care anymore. I gave up on the Bendis Avengers books before then. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I still I tried to read Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it was just not good. I, I thought it started strong and then just yeah. didn't go anywhere. I think all the events start strong. Yeah. But then, yeah, you get to the end and you realize that, oh, they're just dicking us around. Yeah. yeah. DC, I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess they had their events, too, that just sort of went into everything. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, they haven't been as bad about it as Marvel. Yeah. But, yeah, there's just something off about DC right now. But the good books that they have are incredibly good. I agree. Yeah. Batman. Mm-hmm. A Wonder Woman. Animal Man, Swamp Thing. The Animal Man, Swamp Thing. Yeah. First game. First game. <laughs> <laughs> so there's stuff that happens in this episode. Yeah, there is. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh... Well, basically, it's the thing that we've been asking for for the past six episodes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we see another Peacekeeper. Yeah. W- without crazy eyeliner. Yeah. 
And it's actually, like, the main one that's yeah. chasing them. The, the main bad guy. Yeah. The, the villain of the show. It's like, it's like, it's like if there were, if there was a Star Wars TV series. Right. And you went six episodes without seeing Darth Vader. Right. Yeah. Gotta call bullshit on that. I agree. Yeah. And, uh, Darth Vader shows up in this one. Yes. And he does not disappoint. He, no, he's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to confuse the listener. Darth Vader does not actually show up. <laughs> it's this show's equivalent to yeah. Darth Vader that shows up. I apologize in advance for, for any confusion. Please don't send us emails. I think I did see some Wookiees and some ETs uh, in the market that they were shopping in. Probably. Yeah. The damn Cantina band was yeah. in there too. Yeah. Played the same fucking song. I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so we, we get uh we get an episode of Crace Goodness. Yes. Not only that, Crace versus Crate. Yeah. For a majority of it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. A showdown, if you will. Literally. Yes, I will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course it's all perpetrated by magic. Right. Yeah. On, on the astral plane yep. or something. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. In the Matrix, they're yeah. fighting. I uh, I I have a very healthy suspension of disbelief. As I've mentioned, I'm not a huge sci-fi fan anyway. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I do enjoy uh, doses anyway, and I enjoy a show like this where where we have a uh, a human connection, right? Uh, and I also, you know, I'm, I'm iffy on like. Fantasy type stuff. I've, I've, uh, you know, uh, I enjoyed the Lord of the Rings movies, but I didn't love them, and I don't know that I would ever want to watch them again. Right. But, you know, I can deal with, uh, sword and sorcery and magic and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Don't mix the two. No. <laughs> don't. Alright. Separate. <laughs> you can't have magic in a sci fi story. Yeah. Well, I think you can. I think it depends on what type of sci-fi story it is. Yeah. And it, it did feel a little out of place. Yeah. I mean, because Farscape is, you know, I, I shudder to, to use the term or the phrase hard sci-fi. Yeah. But it's pretty it's pretty grounded in... Hard in sci-fi. Hard sci-fi, really? yeah. But, but, I mean, there's there's always been Zan and her little... Who knows what about her with her being a priestess and all that right. stuff, too. And so. even that, I'm not a fan of. Yeah. You know. Uh, but at the same time, like, you know, I don't want, you know, fucking minichlorians to explain everything, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the perfect example. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, uh, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I totally get where you're coming from. Yeah. Alright, I'm okay with a little bit of mysticism. Yeah. But not full-blown, uh, I can do anything magic. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, teleportation! Yep. <laughs> Without uh, a machine. Right. Uh, which is what we get in this episode. Yeah. With, uh, the bad guy in this one. And disconnecting people's souls from their bodies. Right. Uh... Yeah, we we uh, we get introduced to a, a bad guy by the name of Malthus, uh, Malthus, something like that. Yeah. Uh, 
first syllable of his name is Mal, which means bad. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so that you know that he's bad. Yeah. 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 Wait, so so Malcolm Reynolds, is, uh-huh. he, is he's bad? Yep. Really? Uh-huh. I thought he was lovable and great. He's lovable and great. Yeah. He's a bad guy. Huh. Yeah. I never looked at it that way. He's a rogue. He, well, he is a rogue. That's true. He's a scoundrel. A scamp. A scamp. I would not use that word. <laughs> if they did, like, Firefly Babies, and it was little Muppet Baby versions of all of those characters, then I could see him being a scamp. <laughs> and Nanny is a full-grown shepherd book. Yeah. He's a shepherd. Right. He was also older than everybody. Yeah, exactly. So that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> River's a baby, like like a complete baby. Right, right. Yeah. He talks about as much as River did on the show. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Make that happen, Internet. Oh, yes. Come on. <laughs> we will give this to you for free. Yeah. <laughs> we know that after yesterday's announcement, Joss Wheaton doesn't need the money. That's true. <laughs> he is set. He is set for life. Yeah. I guess a billion dollars will make a lot of easy decisions. <laughs> oh, more Dr. Horrible? Fine. <laughs> Here's $20 million. I still have 800 And change. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anywho. So, yeah, there's there's a, a level of... Uh, of Mystic crazy going on in this episode. Yeah, a little uh, bit of a little bit of uh, science versus mysticism. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm conflicted now. Yeah, how I feel about it. Uh, I mean, I like the episode. Yeah, uh, it was good. It was good to see you know the threat of the show finally you know presented again. Yeah, you know uh, rather than just talking about it. Uh. Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know. I guess if it's not He-Man, I really don't want to see, uh, science and magic mix that much, you know? Fair enough. I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. Yeah. I liked, I liked that, uh, it was used at least in relation to Zan. Yeah. It was used as a purely character-driven thing. Right. Like, she, she's forced to use this sort of darker side of her powers... And her personality to right. to save Crichton. I like that. So she becomes a Sith. Yes, yeah, she does become a Sith. She's Darth Vader now. Yeah. <laughs> she, she defeats uh, Darth Plagueis. I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You've lost me now. Yeah. Now I don't know. I, I, I know the basics. Yeah. That's it. Sorry. Right. <laughs> you get any further than a Luke Skywalker, and I'm out. <laughs> Alright, she defeats another bad Jedi. Okay. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. So, so Rigel is sick. Yeah, yeah. What's the point of this? Uh, just have him on the, uh, on the ship to take care of Crichton when they bring him back up there. Okay. And for Crichton to react to somebody when he recovers. Alright. Spoiler. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Crichton survives. (laughs) I'm sorry that I just threw that out there. This is not the final episode of the series. (laughs) 
Oh. Maybe maybe it was an excuse to to get them to land on or to go down to the planet because right. they had to get that medicine and, uh, for him. And uh, you know, it also gives uh, Zan an excuse to uh, use her powers in a, in a greater measure than she had before. Right. Uh, by hurting Rigel on the ship, yeah, which is far away, <laughs> and was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he'd been asking for it. Yeah. And, and yet, he still has no idea what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Completely clueless about the fact that he was nearly sacrificed. <laughs> Just to prove a point. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Rigel. Yeah. <laughs> they would have missed him. Yeah, probably. Yeah. For a few minutes. Yeah. And then I mean, they would have feasted on his corpse. Well, of course, they're low on food. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird. Where do they get money? I don't know. Yeah. Do they uh, they perform odd jobs? I don't know. I mean, you know, on Firefly, they they they're, they're criminals and they they perform you know odd jobs. Yeah, and we never see them doing that. Maybe they the uh, one time they tried it worked out poorly. For that's them. true. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they uh, maybe maybe Moya provides uh, sustenance for the uh, the passengers somehow. Yeah, I don't know. Because I remember them getting food cubes yeah. during one of their interplanetary excursions. Right. Yeah. Well, that was that down on the planet? I think so, yeah. Okay, so they weren't on the ship. Right. So. Uh, well, I mean, they brought them to the ship. Oh, they brought them to the ship. Yeah, okay, so I guess, yeah, they wouldn't have needed that then. I don't know. Yeah. Don't think about it too I'm much. A, yeah, <laughs> turn it into you. <laughs> you are. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on anyone. It's terrible. <laughs> it is terrible being Joe. Yeah, it really is. Awful. <laughs> Feel gross. <laughs> Too far. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Uh, so, yeah. Um, Malthus. Yeah. Sort of a Q-like character. Yeah, yeah, kind of. He's, uh... First appears as sort of a jester-like character, and then he appears as a, as a cripply old man, and then uh, finally reveals himself to be a, a malevolent god. Yes, with weird Elizabethan clothing. Yeah, <laughs> he's dressed like the Goblin King from Labyrinth. <laughs> Puff your sleeves. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> that, that was uh, possible. That I think was restricting that actor's movements. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. <laughs> He's very rigid. Yeah, he, he didn't move a lot. So his arms were always sort of outstretched, but at his side. Yeah, and he didn't move them much. Yeah. yeah. Well, he didn't really have to do much movement. Well, that's true. He's, was, he's a godlike character. Yeah. yeah. His his uh, his voice was his weapon. That's true. Uh, a little overacting at times. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, but definitely better than uh, the past couple episodes where we're. The villain. <laughs> Please Would. stop. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I did appreciate that he spoke at a normal pace. Right, right. Sometimes even quickly. Sometimes. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Who wrote this? Aaron Sorkin? <laughs> a lot of walking and talking. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of walking and talking. It was some. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Maybe yeah. Maybe Aaron Sorkin should try his hand on a sci-fi show. That would be amazing. 
He could just make up space politics to yeah. write about. There we go. That'd be great. It'd be just as exciting as any of the Star Wars prequels. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if Aaron Sorkin had written one of the Star Wars prequels? <laughs> My mind just was blown. Pretty sure it still would have been as bad. Probably. Yeah. But I would have enjoyed listening to it. Yeah. I think this would have been uh, Sunset Strip, Aaron Sorkin. Aww. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know that much better. No. 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 I'm a big fan. I know you are. Yeah. I'm, uh... Yeah, actually, the only show I've ever seen by him uh, is, uh... Yeah. yeah, that that is a show that had an excellent pilot. Yeah, and that's it. I think we've talked about it before. Yeah, that's right. I think we have. Uh, it it had its good episodes. Yeah, uh, but it also had some really terrible episodes. Yeah. Uh, also, whatever he tried to describe comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or write comedy right. for the show within the show. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Farscape. Farscape. Uh, so, yeah, you know, the the uh, the episode ends on a, an interesting, terrifying note. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Zan involuntarily, it seems, tries to attack Crichton. Yeah. Uh, she is uh, given into her dark side, she's, and uh, she is uh, being consumed. She's the dark Zan. Yep. Thus begins the the Dark Zan uh, saga. Yes, I'm excited. Yeah, my favorite story. Well, we're gonna have a showdown on the moon. Yeah, and, uh, just that moon, I guess. Yeah, yeah. one of them. And she'll uh, she'll kill herself in front of uh, Crichton. Yeah. yeah, it'll be sad. It will be. Yeah, and then she'll come back 17 times. Yeah, yeah. and there'll be a clone of her, and it'll be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually not sure uh, how, how much uh, Dark Zan comes back into play. <laughs> I I hope that uh, I hope that she flares up every now and then. That'd be nice. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I mean, despite the fact that a lot of the episode is revolved around uh, Crichton and Crace, uh it's a Zan episode. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like we said, it's it's good to finally see Crace again. Yeah. And uh, we get a little bit of backstory on him, which, uh, you know, he becomes a little more sympathetic. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, he takes all that goodwill and he just spits in your face. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, uh, of all of the parts of the episode, I actually kind of thought that was the, the the most clunky part, when when Malthus is, is showing Grace uh, yeah. all of those things. <laughs> And and I think Crichton's like, why are you doing this? Right, yeah. And in my head I was like, oh, it's exposition. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> this is valuable backstory. Well, he hasn't, uh, he hasn't been seen in six episodes. Right. So, uh, or seven episodes, really. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we've got to learn about the character sometime, but, uh, yeah. Not having him in the show sort of uh, kills any chance for character building. That's true. So let's just get it all in at once. <laughs> they did pack a lot in, in like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Here, okay, here's his childhood. Yeah. Uh, now he's a teenager. Yeah. Uh, now his brother's dead. Yep. Yeah. Uh, see sympathy. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> so, so the uh, the little image of his brother dying, he looked like he'd seen the Ark of the Covenant, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, because like his skin melts off, and then he. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it wasn't exactly that, but uh, it was pretty close. Yeah, yeah, like like his face didn't drip off or anything like that. It yeah, just, uh, it was just more like he had a massive flare up. Yeah, and just uh, sort of uh, burned from the outside in, right? Inside out, Spontaneously combusted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <sighs> yeah. Really, I I thought it was a very strong episode. It was very much so. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't know if it was just the heat or uh, the, uh, the darkness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I caught myself nodding off once or twice. Yeah, me too. Um, not a not a fault of the episode. I no, think. no, not at all. Yeah. But uh, did the bird die? Uh no no the okay. bird did not die okay yeah because she was originally going to to test her dark Zan powers on the two headed bird right but she decided to do it on Rigel instead right so yeah I think the bird was fine okay because I don't know for some reason in my my memory I remember there being a scene where like she she did deliberately use her powers on the bird but mm-hmm. like just like the feedback of it killed the bird hmm but I. It probably completely misremembered that. I I think the feedback maybe it did. Maybe yeah. it did at the end, and I just missed it. Maybe I just uh, mistook uh, the bird for uh, Mephisto. For Mephisto, yeah, because yeah. the feedback definitely killed Mephisto. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I can see how you could make that. Yeah, that uh, They're the switch. Same. Yeah, bird, two-headed bird, yeah. two-headed lizard bird thing, and Mephisto. And, and Mephisto. Yeah. yeah, they both have red features. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> and Spider-Man and Mary Jane lived happily ever after. <laughs> it was a brand new day. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I really don't care about Spider-Man and Mary Jane. Yeah. yeah. I didn't really care either. Yeah. It, but it was a stupid story. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> Just wanted to get that out there. I enjoyed some of the Spider-Man comics afterwards, though. Yeah. I started reading with Brand New Day, and it was, it was enjoyable. I uh, did not... No, uh, skimmed through the the stray issue that uh, Marcus Martin drew. Mm-hmm. That, that, that looked good. Yeah, yeah, that one was cool. I like that one because I think Mark Wade even wrote those. So. I uh, I like the current uh, variant covers that I've seen for Spider Man's 50th anniversary. Yeah, I haven't seen any of those. I don't think. I think Marcus Martin drew those as well. Nice, was like uh, set of five or something like that. Uh, they all depict uh, like a, a major event in Spider-Man history. Okay, like uh, the Clone Saga and Venom and uh, stuff like that. That's awesome. Uh, but in you know super fantastic uh, Marcus Martin uh, style, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to look those up because yeah. I don't think I've seen those. Very cool. I like Marcus Martin a lot. He is great. Look forward to whatever he's doing now. Yeah. yeah. All right then. All right. Well, uh, don't know that I have anything else about this episode. Yeah, I think I'm think I'm good to go. All right then. See you next week. <laughs> See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. 
Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Masters.